the tabletop Take away Game mechanics on display Three designers share the stage Pick a genre and we'll play The tabletop Take away Hey there, uh, welcome to our bonus episode on tile placement. I am Trevor Muller-Hagel. I'm Ananda Gunaratna. And I'm Charlie McCarran. All right, so uh, what we want to do here is kind of talk about how the tile placement uh, mechanism can be used, how we want to use it, and just kind of get an overall kind of you know feel for it after our three games we just reviewed and kind of went over and talked about. So uh, what do we have first here? Well, um, one one thing that I think is common among all three games that we've played, and in general, I think among tile placement games, is the importance of um, allowing the tiles to constrain what can happen, uh, which which means not necessarily having an even distribution. Like for example, um, in Carcassonne, uh, almost all of the roads will split a field in half. Um, and players can rely on that fact to make use of the roads. If you had an even distribution of roads that do split a field in half and roads that don't, uh, then it, it would be pretty meaningless. Um, you wouldn't be able to use roads uh, intelligently. Um, and likewise, in, in Galaxy Trucker, the uh, different types of tiles tend to have different uh, connector patterns going off from them. Um, so I think when you're designing a tile placement game, one important thing is um, to make sure that certain types of tiles tend to have certain relationships with nearby tiles consistently um, so that players can predict that that will be the case um, and then use the tiles they place to control what other tiles other people will be able to place or they that they will be able to place uh, nearby those. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and just like... Uh, general rule thinking about tile placement games all the ones we played have connecting things art wise so you know this thing goes next to this thing goes next to this thing but that's not necessarily in all tile placement games right right um but it definitely does make it feel more cohesive as a game if there's a reason this tile needs to go next to this tile and it's it's very intuitive to people. You know, people see two tiles where the sides match up and they think, oh, okay, I can put those next to each other. Yeah. The yeah. puzzle building that you talked about in yeah. Carcassonne, it feels like you're making a puzzle, yeah. which is a really base human instinct. I need to make this organized. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, my biggest thing, I think, is that every game we played has a randomization to it. You know, it, there's no perfect information. You're having to kind of react on the fly given new information, which I think that helps you guide your strategy forward. And as, you know, you're building your ship uh, or, you know, you're laying out your, your city, you're trying to make sure, okay, I need to be able to finish this. I need to make sure, you know, someone doesn't come in and make it way bigger than it needs to be. Uh, but, yeah, just having that kind of chaos element in this very organized structure, I think, is really important. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, that makes predictability of how the tiles work even more important because mm-hmm. you don't know what's coming up. But based on the board, uh, if you understand the tiles, you can make some predictions about what could or could not be placed in certain places. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the artwork really helps with that cognitive load. Really. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a, a designer lesson is thinking about how tile placement games just make you feel like you're doing something really cool. Like, 
Oh yeah. Shout out to Planet Unknown. You're building a, <laughs> a big planet uh, uh-huh. out of tiles. Or um, the other one I played recently, World Wonders, is a new one. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that it's, one. It's also got that Carcassonne feel of you're building out uh, your own little area, um, but you also have these um, little like World Wonder wooden tokens you're placing out which seems sort of like those could have just been tiles too but the physicality of like wow this uh my map turned out way differently this time than every other time right yeah and having that difference is really cool like just being able to play a different game almost every time yeah and actually that's interesting that that brings to mind um I, i think it is often a good idea to take advantage of the opportunity to have tokens you put on the tiles um, oh, like yeah. Carcassonne has that, of course, and Galaxy Trucker has that. Um, and I, I mean, there's, it's just, it's easy to do that because there's all the space on top of the tiles. Uh, King Domino doesn't really take advantage of that at all. I, I believe some later kind of expansion content for it did have a little bit more. Oh, okay. Uh, but not, not very much, right? Like it's, it's pretty minimal. Yeah. Do the dragon shadows mean anything someday? <laughs> I, you know, I, I can't, I can't quite remember for sure, but sure. I think they did, but maybe I'm lying. But, but yeah, I mean, you're placing tiles. Tiles are flat surfaces. You might as well have something to put on top of those surfaces. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and that adds such more you know, character to the game, and it really adds to the experience. So. Yeah, and it provides a way to give players ownership over things. If, if everyone's building tiles in the center of the table, that can be really fun mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you are, um, when somebody else does something, now you have an opportunity to react to what they've done. Right. Um, and you, you're invested in, in what they're doing on their turns. But uh, in order to track ownership, um, I mean, it's hard to track ownership of tiles uh, unless everyone just has like their own set of tiles. So ha- having pieces that you can put on parts of the board like Carcassonne does mm-hmm. to claim o- ownership, I think, is um, very helpful. Yeah, I think the two major styles between these games we played at least are that you have either one big space you're building in where you claim tiles with pieces or you have your own tableau that you're building with the tiles in that. Uh, so either, you know, you have those two methods to claim who owns what. Uh, I'd be curious if you could have a joint space and not claim tiles, but I think Charlie talked about trying that once with the game and it didn't quite work. Well, I, I think the game, uh, what is it called? It's, 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 it's a new game that just came out. It's like Land and Sea, maybe. Mm-hmm. They, they, I believe they don't have pieces, but players inherently own either the land or the sea, oh, so sure. it's it's understood based on the tiles who mm. owns what. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so that's that one. It's built into the tiles, but yeah, yeah. So one thing the all the games we played have squarish tiles, mm-hmm. uh, but there's so many other things you could do with that. You could have hexes. You could have um, like I was thinking of Factory Funner, that oh, game yeah. where you have pipes yeah. as the tiles you build out. And oh yeah, that's very clever. Fun game too, almost like yeah. a polyomino situation, or not even. No, there's pipes. Hexes as the grid pipes, but oh. the pipes are tiles pipes. can be any shape. And oh, they okay, go. it's it, it's really good. Interesting, yeah. and and it visually, it's it just it looks amazing because you have this this machine with all these pipes going everywhere. And oh sure, it's it's really cool to look at, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a big part of the appeal of tile placement games. Just making something that looks good mm-hmm. um, beyond any of the yeah. mechanics. 
Another one that just came to mind too, uh, number nine, your, oh, yeah. is t- sort of tile placement of these um, cardboard letters, basically, but they're kind of like pixelated looking. So you're stacking up the letter or the well, numbers, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, and but you stack the tiles on top of each other. So that's another way to th- you could think about tile placement is like verticality. How, how and- vertical can you make it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, so one of the, the local folks here in uh, the Twin Cities, he's working on a game about skyscrapers, and he the, the tiles are blank, uh, but they actually stack up to make the skyscraper, which I th- thought hmm. was a really clever oh, yeah, I saw that use one. of that. Yeah. Cool. That yeah, was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So I guess maybe we could move into, like, what would you guys do after thinking about tile placement games? As designers, uh, where would you go with this concept? Any... Any thoughts that you haven't explored yet in games, or maybe you have already? You know, actually, back, I realized after you said it, uh, you mentioned a barbarian horde attacking a a city. I made a game that was that, I think, in, like, 2016 or something. It was a very rough prototype with cards. And I'm thinking, like, oh, actually, if they were more tiles and you had more interesting structure of how you build the city, and then having these components go on top of it, kind of Galaxy Trucker-esque... That could really like be a fun thing to do, and it might just be a fun thing to try out. You know, mm-hmm. See if there's see if there's something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I was um, I've worked on a couple of different tile placement games. Um, I remember there was one a, a couple of years ago that involved trains and you know tile placement and trains. Um, but I, I guess the the other one uh, more recently was about. Um, People are aliens stranded on a planet, and you're trying to build a ship out of tiles, but you don't know the rules to how to build a ship, and you can't communicate. Um, and I guess um, that that one's been shelved for a while, but uh, it's a little bit Galaxy Trucker, but mixed with a lack of information. Yeah, sort of like Galaxy Trucker meets Cryptid, but it's a co-op game. Oh, okay, um, interesting. So, yeah, I mean, uh, going. I guess that one wasn't heavily dependent on the tiles, though. So maybe I could revisit. Maybe it could be. Maybe, maybe it more could be. The yeah. connections being more important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the connections mattered originally in that. So. Yeah. Well, and we were talking about earlier, actually, uh, off off camera, so to speak, uh, that having those two layers is really important. Yes. Uh, where you have this base layer where it's like, okay, I'm interacting with this game for the first time. I see that this should match to this. I, as long as I do that, I will have achieved something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then there's a second layer of, okay, I'm, I'm really used to this game. Now I can think about not just how they connect, but also what they do. Right, mm-hmm. right. And maybe abilities that work together to do something or uh, just a different kind of strategy where you're trying to create a larger thing or a yeah. smaller thing that just is more efficient in a cycle or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. maybe I could revisit that and focus more on the connections mm-hmm. than the uh, functions of the pieces. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I've been working on, uh, like I mentioned in a previous episode, this idea of a, a tiling game where you're connecting kingdoms and um, trying to fill islands and things with the polyominoes. And I tried a version of Four Humors. So this is a game that I've made before. And I was thinking, could there be an expansion that sort of mashes those two ideas up? Oh, expansion. It it didn't work so well. But the thing I did kind of like about that idea 
is double-sided tiles that matter which side. Ooh, so you get oh, a yeah. tile and you decide which side to place it on after the fact. Right. Interesting. And so, so I had them all as symmetric polyomino shapes so they could actually be flipped oh, okay. as you play. Sure. To be like, oh, now I'm going aggressive or no, I'm going to change this back to be friendly. Right. Interesting. So, I like that. So you already have the duality in four humors for that too. Yeah, yeah, which is really nice. Cool. But we'll see. I, I, yeah, the trick with it that I found was, I would have had to make a really big map for my idea to. Oh uh, sure. Matter and placing one tile at a time didn't feel very meaningful when you're all playing in the same space. Not as meaningful as Carcassonne. Right. Interesting. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I think building from an, a single ambiguous space is a lot more interesting because it's like unexplored land that you're kind of discovering mm, mm-hmm. instead of having a bounded zone. So I don't know. That's interesting. Tile flipping game. Tile like we, flipping Where game. the board is all in, in place, one, yeah. but you're flipping them over. I mean, that, that's the same as placing them, though, isn't it? Or, I mean, like, the connect, maybe their positions are already set and you're revealing. That That's... Yeah. That would be interesting. That's not a very new concept, but <laughs> something like Fog of War with... Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Your tiles being flipped over. I don't know. Awesome. But, hey, it's been really fun chatting with you guys in yeah, these past yeah. few episodes. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, officially ends Chapter 1 on tile placement, I think. Yeah. Uh, any any wrap-up thoughts from you two fine gentlemen? Uh, I, th- I think not, not, nothing else for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Other than looking forward to our next series, which we will uh, decide on, and you'll find out when you listen to the next episode. It's a surprise. Yes. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yes, Trevor still got his sound effect in. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Hey. Thanks for listening to The Tabletop Takeaway. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So please tell your friends and visit our website at thetabletoptakeaway.com where you can suggest games and mechanics for us to cover next on the show. Mm